I'm I'm not. Wait, no. Uh, yeah. God damn it. But at I'm, least we got the air conditioner on. At least we got the air conditioner on. This feels like a Clerks animated episode, doesn't it? I maybe. Speaking of animated, you know uh, asexuality. Uh, you mean Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory? Not anymore. Uh, you mean Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory? Not anymore. Okay, so you mean that character from The Big Bang Theory that is definitely meant to be autistic, right? And not just the actor reading into it? Not anymore. Um... I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Is it going to be like some clever Hispanic wizard? I mean, kind of, because one definition of Hispanic is that your family speaks Spanish. I, I, I can't think of anything, Ronnie. All right, so Todd Chavez, asexual character, iconic. How do you realize things about yourself? Um... Uh, not not sure what you're uh, not sure what you're laying down, Jeffrey. You're Jeffrey. You're I feel like I would know Jeffrey. that about myself, but like, Jeffrey. huh? Gestures towards your stream icon name thing. They will never, they will never find out about this, okay? What happens in the well stays in the well. And also on my Twitch streams and my YouTube channel and my personal and life. And my Twitter. Anyway, uh, hooray, Todd episode. Hooray. Season four, episode three? I... Yes. Hooray, question mark. Harambe was just a gorilla. Harambe was just a gorilla. Come on the show, you coward. Jake's mom. Jake's mom. Specifically not you, Jake. We don't need that shit here. I know, it's, uh, it's Jake Miss Eve is recording this, so, like. Also, we have enough cis energy. Also, so we have enough cis energy. Not so. Definitely also Jeffrey, you know. Nothing to see there, folks. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing to nothing see there. Nothing to see there. Nothing to see there. Jeff. <laughs> they're, they're definitely cis. De Jeffrey, they, they definitely cis. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a nice, nice hug. Yeah. No idea why though. Nothing, nothing to look into there. Not, nothing, nothing to look into there. Definitely not. There definitely isn't a uh, a blue and gray flag flying over you right now. I don't know what I don't know what they are talking about. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are rails? Is this a good podcast? Uh, I don't know, Mikey. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't know. What's a good podcast? Uh, um, one that has products and services. 
We only have services. Okay, well, you know what? Here's a service for you to get products by. Is it Spotify? Uh, I, hey, man, I just read the ad. Okay, I don't... You don't, you don't look into what company owns the company that you're sponsored by? Yeah. Anyway, so here's our latest ad by... Oh, look here. The uh, police department of Minneapolis. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm personally grateful uh, that they would choose us. Um, best in the nation. Um, you know, number one at the uh, under 10 minutes uh, choke out. It's, it's a real good, you know, um, they've mastered... Uh, the art. Benny, uh, it also said David Koresh has abs. So, um, I mean, that's just factual. You know, uh, there's two facts. The Minneapolis Police Department's good at killing people. And David Koresh had really good ad abs. Anyway, that was a Freudian slip because I want to play an ad. For the police department? Whatever ad will take us at this point. A cab. I thought you were going to say something much worse. Like the N-word? I wish I had ice in my drink. I wish that there was no such thing as ice. I wish that we could abolish someone, ice. Someone broke the ice machine. Ah, oh, that's good. And, uh... Look, guys. They, they, uh, seem to write a cab. Like, I don't... I don't... Cab! Were they trying... Like, were they trying to call a cab? Like, is that... Is this some kind of Antifa magic? You know, because I will not... Cab. I will not stand for this violence against my ice machine, okay? I just like to passively sit by... Well, my ice machine, you know, murders and deports people. Oh, dude, I love it when you sit by, idly by and sit there while your ice machine murders my cousins. Thank you for my service. I'm, I'm doing like this death stare that doesn't work in an ice ads, 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 ads. Watch ads. the episode or don't. We're not your mom. And we're back. What were you saying? I, I was just saying, you know, like, if we cut at 20 minutes, that's also valid. I mean, that's true, but like... Anyway. I just need to leave the well for a little bit. And we're well in a well. We're in a well. We're in a well. Anyway, so I don't know why you thought this episode would have any impact on me and um i'm not crying you're crying it was pretty good right it was very good it was maybe one of my favorite episodes of bojack Todd. maybe one of the best episodes of bojack there's definitely some aspects of it that i'm not the biggest fan of but they're 
few and far between. What did you think of uh, Bojack's response to Todd being ace? Uh, that I is how I think that character would respond to it. Yeah, that's on like there. If it was a different character, I would maybe say it was a bit crass. Yeah. But when it's coming from Bojack, that's downright warm, you know? Yeah. Well, because he still, he under, he both understands, but he's also like... Himself. Still, I was going to say still kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, but I think we just said the same thing. Yeah. I... This episode meant and still means a lot to me. Uh, yeah. Just like, the, it's... it's it's framed so well, too. And, like, not every solo episode... Like, the show is called BoJack Horseman. And, you know, they do do a lot of episodes as the series goes on where, like, it's focused on other characters, you know? Primarily. Yeah. Sometimes I think they lose track of things, you know? Uh, but in this episode, they really... You get you're kept in touch with what's going on with all of the characters, you know? But they're not all bound together by the same story. And there isn't even... There is a story, but, like, it's not even obvious what the story is until, like, the end of the episode, you know? Todd is... Uh... All right, I'm going to try and summarize the episode into a summary real quick. Do it. Todd is the uh, triangle player of an orchestra, and they're talking about how great Todd is, and he keeps cutting it super close and barely making it to, you know, hit his mark where he's just like, you know? Yeah. And so... Yeah, that happens. Then we find out that he's like the like one of the people who's like he's basically an intern for Mr. Peanut Butter in his campaign. You know, but yeah. not really cuz it's not really his job. He's just being treated like it is. And Mr. Peanut Butter needs to come up with a position on fracking, but the research isn't in. But also, Todd needs to get his sunglasses. And in between things, Todd gets kidnapped by a horse person named Hollyhock. Manheim, Manheim, Guerrera. Dot, dot, dot. And she's like, I was told when I was young that all my fears would shrink, but now I'm insecure and I care that people think that I have always looked like Bojack Horseman. And Todd Chavez goes, that's a terrible thing to say to a blurry-faced baby. That's a terrible thing to say to a baby. <laughs> it is. And so there's some wacky hijinks involving a one-hour DNA testing service. Uh, and a, uh, a wig and some water balloons. Like I said, pretty wacky. Anyways, Channing Tatum is Bojack's neighbor, I guess, and Hollyhock's pretending to be a maid. Yeah. And also, gets sent there. that's a thing. Uh... Just these, like, the BoJack Horseman account would just constantly tweet at Channing Tatum, being like, thanks for taking care of my mail. That is amazing. 
Did you know that Channing Tatum emails exactly how you, how you would think that Channing Tatum would email? I don't know how Channing Tatum emails. Thanks to North Korea, we all know how Channing Tatum fucking emails. Dear God. How is it? How are okay, the Tatums? Okay, what are you imagining? I don't know. Is it like, yo, bro, what up? I mean... One second. I genuinely don't know. I, I have no idea. I've never thought about Channing Tatum's emails before. Alright. So, the context is 22 Jump Street has come out, has come in second on a list of best ever opening weekends for an R-rated comedy. Displacing Seth MacFarlane's Ted. <clears throat> Anyways. <clears throat> F you, Ted! Uh, with that's four exclamation marks. Second of all, with a bunch of L's. Time, with a lot of M's. Biatch, with a lot of E's and a lot of exclamation marks. Come on, Jump Streeters, we got Kate Blanchett with this box office, bitches. Several <laughs> exclamation marks. same room as you, Ronnie. I, that was for the listeners who aren't in the same room as us. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna email you this exact email real quick. Uh, and as you can see, I, I have a piece of gum stretched out and I, I'm like doing it so it's really thin and I'm popping holes in it. But we're in the same room, so you obviously... Yeah. One second while I CC the uh, podcast. CC and CFM. Oh, Got an CC on an email. Oh, never mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways, uh, you just got an email. Uh, and it's exactly uh, word for word the Channing Tatum email. This is a perfect email. I want to frame it. Jeffrey, I think your microphone's dead. This is a perfect email. I want to frame it. It, it is amazing. <laughs> so, anyway, I, so, where was I in the summary? Uh, Diane Channing, needs a story. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Todd, 
Add Pat Trickster into a t- baby story. Yeah. Did you just say hot baby? No, I said Channing Tatum had a baby. Oh, had a baby. I mean, but to be not, fair. did not. I did, did think not. that was a kind of sketchy plot line that, that Todd would do that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's not something that I wouldn't imagine in the show, but more so Todd doing it. You know? If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Todd at least seems pure. You know? Not that he is pure, but like, I just, I thought that might, you know, be a, a line even for him. Yeah. Also, it's, it is kind of yikesy how just she keeps chloroforming him. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, it fair, is fun. She has horseman DNA. Not that that's an excuse. Because you don't see me uncritically parroting white supremacist talking points, do you? Um, all I'm saying is the um, uh, rooting starts, the... Um, Oh, wait, no, sorry, that, that's looting, sorry. The looting starts, the, um, looting starts. The looting starts. That was a weird quote. Tear gas and church, which is two war crimes, if I'm doing my math correct. It might even technically be three. Wait, because isn't the use of tear gas itself a war crime? Yes. Nonviolent citizens. Uh huh. A separate war crime, and then a holy place. Attacking medical professionals. Oh, I think that we're at more war crimes than we can count. I mean, like, hey, thankfully we're not actually at war. We're just in an ideological battle to the death. Wait. So what's the definition of war? I don't know. Um, do you think the sink works? Maybe. Okay, so apparently war, originally called Eric Burden War, exactly. is an American punk band from Long Beach, California. Known for several hit songs, including Spill the Wine. The Tell world them- is a ghetto. Tell the them Cisco about. Kit. Tell Why them can't about we be friends? Their second album, Lowrider in Summer, formed in 1969, War is a musical crossover band that fused elements of rock, funk, jazz, Latin, rhyme, rhythm, and blues. Say sorry, the name reggae. of their second album. Their Why? album, The World Is Ghetto, was a Billboard best-selling album in 1973. Their second album, Ronnie. Uh, okay, I'm not there yet on the page, but okay. Um, War discography, it's its own page. The Black Man's Burden. Wait, what does that mean? Jeffrey, are you there? I heard like a toilet sound. It smells like farts in here. Um. Uh, well, the program for the book, but... Yeah. 
What's it mean in context? Explain, Eric. Uh, the, oh, it's also it's a kind play of like, on Eric Burden. Yep. That's okay. That's clever. Oh, wait, it's a ninety-minute album. It it is. I believe it's a double album. It. I really like this album, by the way. Yeah. Wait, the singer of war is British? Originally. They were a really good... They're really good together, Eric Burden and War. But they weren't around as a... They recorded about three albums worth of material together. Uh, But following the death of Jimi Hendrix, Eric Burden basically... Um wasn't in a good place. I'm not sure of the circumstances, but couldn't uh, do a tour, so he left the band. Primarily, it comes from the fact that literally one of the last things Jimmy Page, uh, Jimi Hendrix did was have a GM session with Eric Burden at war the day he died. And it just fucked with Eric Burden's head. This is sad. Anyway, speaking of being very intelligent, Hollyhock, Mannheim, Mannheim, Guerrera, the New e- of the New England, Mannheim, Mannheim, Guerreras. Yeah, that's Colophorn. Form, firm. Hmm, firm. Tough crowd. There's a crowd? Yes. Jeffrey, is this wall going to get looted? For what? Well, there's an HD TV, several cameras, several weapons, uh, I mean, non-perishable food. I mean, consider this. Consider this well a mutual aid station. And or bunker. Yes, a defense there's, mechanism. There's several quarters down here, and the corpse of the quarter ing. Yeah. What what do we got to do as a podcast to get onto the uh, one angry gamers list of traitors? Um hey, you fucking coward, you fucking spineless piece of shit, pussy, nothing. Sorry. Uh the the well cat just kind of crawled into my view. Sorry. I uh, not drew angry gamer. Um angry gamer, you absolute nothing. Fucking I mean cop. like what? Put me on your list. You AOL from the 90s. What? Cuck. Say it with me. Fuck. That angry gamer is a cuck. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, motherfuck, motherfuck. Smoking weed, smoking... Smoking weed, smoking weed, smoking weed, drinking whiskey, watching movie. Who got the whiskey? We got the whiskey. Fifteen bucks, little envy. Hand it over, or you won't be my friend, B. Oe, oe, yo, my jungle love. Is this a good podcast? This is the best fucking podcast. Uh, but who whose list are you trying to get on? Uh, one angry gamer. 
Why are we trying to get on this fucking cucks list? I don't know. He has this. Li- they have this list that's just traitors. What kind of traitors? Gamer traitors? No, just traitor like traitors to America. Trans rights. Envy rights. Gender fluid rights. Uh, age spectrum. Riderinos. Buy rights. Buy nope, people exempt. Nope. 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 Got gotta draw the line somewhere. But Malachi exists. And yet points points around the well. Where is that little Bible? Protesting. Getting us put on a fucking list. And not the fun one. Not the fucking list we wanted to be on. Hi, I'm I'm John Name Man. Hi, I'm I don't John have FBI. I don't I don't have a podcast. So don't even bother looking into that. Oh hey, you know who else doesn't have a podcast? Uh Hitler? Yeah. Here's an ad from Hitler. <laughs> Ad for Hitler. I'm ready. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. To punch Nazis. Yeah. I thought thought you were going to have a straight man reaction, but... As someone who's neither straight nor man, I guess that was impossible. I mean... I don't know what I was thinking. That, that is how that works, yeah. Wait, wait I, a uh, second. Is that why this podcast has gone off the rails? We don't have a straight man. Yeah. Here's now. Get it? Because you beat me to think that bi's don't exist. I want to rub malachi on my skin because it sounds like an ointment. Not in a weird way. Just, you know, if there was an ointment brand named malachi, I'd be inclined to use it. No, go on. No, that was it. (laughs) There's a brand of ointment called malachi. Which is one of the things that we call malarkey. Yes. Our co-host. You would rub it on your body. Yes. The fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with what? Just you. And... Everything? Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's got great branding, okay? What does this have to do with BoJack? Uh, Um... A slightly absurdist break from reality while still being firmly planted in reality in an odd way. And there's a Labrador here? Holy shit, this is a BoJack episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, I love BJ Novak's brother. 
What? B.J. Novak's brother. I was trying to sing the theme song for Bojack Horseman badly. Yeah, composed by B.J. Novak's brother. Patrick Carney? Was it? I thought that B.J. Novak's brother did the music for Bojack. Um, it's the person who did the theme song is the drummer from the Black Keys with, I think, oh. his uncle. Ah. Who plays okay. saxophone on it. That would all, make who also sense. passed away, so R.I.P. The rest of the music besides the group love thing is B.J. Novak's brother, though, right? Jess Novak, I think. Jesse Novak? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Uh, he did a lot... I th I'm not sure if he did all of the music. I, he, he probably did, did a, the underwater he did episode. A lot of the incidental music, like generic 2007's music. This is a song from the 90s. I love it when songs tell me what year slash decade it is. Also, uh, the the horsing around theme song. Yeah. Uh, the we were lost, child but now we're bound, and now we're horsing around. Now we're horsing around, bro. Is is this Jeffrey Sings? Little Little Lace speaks. I don't have my guitar. I would uh, I would bust it out and I'd start playing it, and you could like sing over that. Zip zippity. Yeah. Rhythm. Do you have your banjo? I, I got it. Oh, yeah. Do you have your banjo? It is not in tune. I have my banjo right here. You hear that? That's my banjo. It's a uh, 18.08% THC. Here, have some. What is this nice. fucking podcast? Uh, do you like banjo with slide or no slide? I can take it or leave it. All right. This is going to get painful. To my ears. I, I dropped it. The bass? The banjo. Same thing. 
So anyway. Are you ready for for a hot untuned G chord? Oh fuck yeah. Take on me. a lot and it's what the fuck is this fucking podcast and how did Sam Raimi get away with being so homophobic also why is this what happens when Malachi isn't here to record no one knows I was supposed to have a doctor's appointment today but uh, I, I was gonna ask about that. I woke up yelling, so I canceled it. I'm sorry. That's nah, okay. And my mom had to teach me that you probably shouldn't open with "I'm upset." But then again, I had just woken up screaming. Yeah. I'll tell you when the mics are cold about why. All I gotta say is, uh, today is not a good day. Jake Smith's Eve has never been great for me. I'm sorry. And Jake Smith's pretty cool. I wish Jake Smith was my Jake Smith's Eve. Come on the podcast, you coward. Yeah, this entire thing is just us trying to get Jake to come on the podcast. Jeffrey gave you all that. That, that whiskey and stuff, and I, I gave you hair dye. Oh, wait, Therefore, you did do that. Yeah. Hey, this is... Uh, we've been interacting with each other for so fucking long, but, like, it's only... It, it feels like it hasn't been that long that I've been, like, talking to you? Is what I'm saying making uh, sense? I've... Yeah, uh... Because I'm pretty sure we interacted in chat. We interacted in chat mostly indirectly, like starting like a year ago or something. I don't remember. I, I forget was... most of that. Yeah. I basically, I burn, how do I say this? Uh, Honestly, one of the, uh, this is how I explain it. One of the reasons why I'm able to remember all these like random things is like I don't, actively remember most a lot of day-to-day things if that makes sense i mean that makes sense and is kind of relatable i think there were points where we were both drunk most likely i definitely modded for jake while drunk god i didn't i i think sobriety is one of the ways that i got modded Possible. Well, no, I would sometimes come in and be like, drunk mods are the best mods. I mean, to be fair, drunk mods are the best sorty boys. Uh, <laughs> drunk mods are the best mods. Holy shit. I'm, I'm putting I... away my banjo before I commit a war crime. I'm opening my banjo right now. Oh, God, it smells so good. All right, 
we got we got some time left on the clock. You want to call out any more cowards? You should come on the podcast. Okay, um, Jeff Tweedy, you're you're not a coward. Chris Pratt. I don't know if I want to talk to Chris Pratt anymore. I mean, we need to show both sides. Of what, my asshole? Yeah, we need to show both sides of your asshole. Are you? We need to. All right, so, uh, back in the 90s, I was uh, not in a very famous TV show. I was watching very famous TV shows. Actually, I mean, like, I don't, I'm forgetting the year of it. Um, I did appear as an as a child, uh, as an audience member on one of Emeril Lagasse's either appearances on a morning show or one of his shows. And I don't remember this, but I've been told uh, he made a steak, and I tried the steak, and I was just like, "Yes, Elvis, that is an <laughs> God damn it, yes, uh, fuck, what is his name? Yes, Emeril." Yes, Yes, Emerald, that is a good steak. However, you cannot make steak like my father. My father is a much superior chef. On on live TV, I apparently did that. Jeffrey? Yes? How often have you been an audience member on a TV show? Only like... The... Three times, probably. Okay, so I'm going to get a third story at some point. Got it. There's not... So, like, uh, I have a photo from the first time I went on. I was not in the audience for Colbert's show. Um, I went to pick up my friend, one of my best friends, if not my best friend. And I forgot where he lived. I, like the exit, so I, I drove by it and almost drove into Pennsylvania. I technically you know. did drive into Pennsylvania because I just kept driving. Isn't that a fate worse than death? Kind of. Oh, uh, condolences. <laughs> but uh, I uh, before we went to the show. I was wearing a shirt. I changed the shirt, but you've probably seen the soda. I was wearing a, a old Bible Reloaded, aka Hannah and Jake shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's nothing really happened. Uh, besides, like I'm slightly visible in the the show. And a Supreme Court justice was there. But that's that's about it. And that Supreme Court justice? Grew up to be Albert Einstein. I fucking knew it. You, you thought you were slick, bro. Anyway, do you have anything else to say about this amazing fucking BoJack episode that we love? Um, I, I'm fairly certain... This is the episode that I went like, oh, wait a second. That oh, me. Yeah, I, you, you told me that before. But. Well, no, I wasn't sure if it was that one. Well. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this, because it was like, it spelt it out. Wait. Literally. 
Like I was just like, huh? Literally spelled it out. The word I, asexual is literally written. And there's something about how Aaron Paul performs that scene that um, is very good. I am not crying. Those are some Demi Manly tears you got there. Fuck you, Mikey. No, Jeffrey. Fuck you. Anyways, I'm going to go hold Jeffrey while they cry. Uh, and we're going to wait for Malachi, who told us to hide in this well. Uh, shit. Je- Jeffrey, you told me that, uh, that, <laughs> that the, that you have a real problem with Martin Sheen, uh, whose real last name is Estevez. Okay, yeah. Uh, th- this punk, this punk motherfucker plays, uh, a, a, plays a, an Irish person in The Departed when we clearly know, you know, Estevez, okay, I can see through this bullshit, okay? Um, I think it's, I think Martin Sheen is a class trader for playing a cop. And also he owes me some money. And by money, I mean cocaine. Wait, you're not Jeffrey, you're Carlos Estevez. Daddy. (laughs) Okay, so for more hot takes like that, you can follow Charlie Sheen at (laughs) JEP underscore 76 or Emilio Estevez at Raw Valley 2. You can also get Martin Sheen's take on everything at Bye Guy Malachi, and their podcast as a whole at CCNC FM. Also, Instagram, where uh, CCNC is CCNC.FM. Uh, also, email us, I guess. Send us your, send us your uh, content. Yeah, send your content. Don't send us your feet. Send us your content. Send us photos of you crying. <laughs> Send us photos of you crying that are captioned, I'm not crying, you're crying. Exactly. That's the content we need. That's the only way we can get off. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, anyway, so I was talking to my grandmother... And I was saying, uh, so you know, the liberals, they turned a scientist into a pickle. Literally the most deplorable thing I've ever seen.